historic victory over a dread disease is dramatically unfolded at the University of Michigan. Here, scientists usher in a new medical age with the monumental reports that prove the salt vaccine against crippling polio to be a sensational success. Reporters pressed forward to get the results the whole world was waiting for, rushed to their typewriters to spread the momentous news. Then the historic announcement, the vaccine works, it is safe, effective, and potent. The tests proved it up to 90% effective in preventing paralytic polio. Someday, said Dr. Salk, a vaccine may completely eradicate the menace of polio. Leading drug firms shifted into high gear to meet a national demand, which spread to every crossroads despite early controversy. Each hastily set up center became a mecca for anxious parents shepherding little Johnny and little Jill to their inoculations. They're protected, and it didn't hurt a bit. Those newsreels are from 65 years ago. A different time, a different nation, a different disease. The significance, however, the hope, the relief, that's not much different at all. Hello and welcome to Metro Health's Prescription for Hope. I'm John Campanelli. If all goes according to plan, we are only days away from receiving the first shipments of a safe and effective COVID-19 vaccine. We've been planning for this moment since the spring. And when I say we, I mean this amazing doctor. My name is Amy Ray. I'm an infectious diseases physician. And here at Metro Health, I serve as the medical director of infection prevention. Dr. Ray is leading Metro Health's vaccine preparedness committee, which includes docs, nurses, ethicists, pharmacists, supply chain experts, communications professionals, and others. All hands are on deck. Dr. Ray knows the importance of this moment. I think we are at the precipice of perhaps what will be the greatest public health intervention in our collective lifetimes. The ability to have vaccine in the next few weeks will be crucial to, and it will save many, many lives and will help us regain our societal structure. The vaccine can end this pandemic only if a significant percentage of the population rolls up their sleeves and gets it. So let's start off by letting Dr. Ray give us the basics. It is how many shots? Early on, for Pfizer and Moderna, the first two products, it's a two-dose regimen. Um, so it's two shots separated by a period of time. So Pfizer, for example, would be, if I were to be vaccinated today, today would be day zero, and after 21 days, I would be due for my second dose. Um, the Moderna product is a 28-day separation period. Doesn't matter which one you get, Pfizer or Moderna. Or... If you start with Pfizer, you complete with Pfizer. If you start with Moderna, you complete with Moderna. So you shouldn't cross over products. Do we have enough uh, epidermic needles and vials and things like that? We sure do. Can you talk about the safety? Sure. So the safety piece is, um, well, has been included in all of the phase tri phased trials uh, performed by the pharmaceutical companies. But importantly, the the speed of this. Um, this, the, the warp speed, if you will, did not shortchange any safety measure. So there is no way, zero chance of getting COVID from the, from the shot. 
there's zero chance of getting COVID from the shot. It's just not a biologic plausibility. It is not live virus. It is not even dead virus or chopped up virus. So it is just simply the necessary genetic code to trick our human cells into making a spike protein. With the first dose, there are minimal side effects, including a little sore arm. After the second dose, you may have more sort of a flu-like feeling, a little bit of achy, a little bit of headache, and that, that is a good thing. Those reactions are good things. It means that your body is responding. Once you have a vaccine, the questions will be, do I still need to wear my mask? And the answer is yes. If you've had COVID, you still need to take the vaccine, right? If you've had COVID, you still need to take the vaccine. Do we know how it's, it's, is it, it's coming? Is it coming by FedEx? Is someone going to have to sign for it at the front door? So I know it's coming from Pfizer directly, mm -hmm. but beyond where okay. it arrives, I'm not <laughs> entirely sure except, um, you know, it would be like the eagle landing, I think, because it's something that we are so eagerly anticipating and we're so, um, so anxious to get people some protection from this virus, which is, you know, devastating uh, communities and families. And so I'm very excited to roll up my sleeve, but only when it's time for me to roll up my sleeve, because there are other people who are, you know, working, um, you know, cleaning the COVID floors uh, on those wards and delivering that care. And I think um, I'm very mindful of that, and I want to be respectful of that, too, in our approach. You're really smart and you're really technical. You're a college professor, you're a medical doctor, but I don't want to be too melodramatic. You're also kind of delivering a miracle to people. So it's easier for me to put on the technical. When I think about it, the scope of this, I'm just incredibly blessed to be here at Metro Health, for one, and have an, a community of people that have been, you know, overwhelmingly supportive. And I'm incredibly blessed to be an infectious diseases doctor on the cusp of what I truly believe will be the biggest um, gift uh, to the, our population. And, you know, gift is not a word that we use in science, but we've seen it. and those of you who have seen it, um, you know what that's like to have a next door neighbor who have, you know, I have um, a local, in my community there is a, an older couple and they've done everything right. They've stayed home, but they recently um, allowed their adult daughters to come and celebrate a wedding anniversary of the older couple uh, and bring the grandchildren. And now Grandpa is deceased. He died on a ventilator alone. Grandma was at home alone with COVID and sick with worry and couldn't be with him when he passed after he suffered several days. 
the adult children are infected and feel responsible. So just let that sink in of what that person must be feeling. Those adult children feel towards their parents. They would never have purposely infected their parents. But now the grandchildren are sick and the grandchildren are of age to know that they may have been unintentionally complicit in the death of their grandfather. And that's happening in every community. So as much as we want together for our holidays, and as much as we love our loved ones, I share that story because if you insist on doing that, luck is not on your side. And I can't tell you the number of patients I've talked to who say they did everything right until. They were doing everything right until. And that until is inevitably when they wanted to see their family or their congregation or their friends. And that's normal. Those are normal human needs. I mean, we're a human society that we need each other, right? So that heartbreaking inability to provide you know, comfort and time and spend time, we have to bring that to an end. And frankly, this is the only way I see we're bringing it to, to an end. And it won't be tomorrow, and it won't be January 1st, but this is the turning point. this is not too personal, but I wake up feeling that I was born for this moment. Not the vaccine moment, but all of these moments. The moment when I alerted our medical staff at the end of January to a new pneumonia of uncertain etiology. I woke up that day feeling that I'm was purposeful and you know this I was born to do this this I understand uh, not perfectly but I do have a certain amount of muscle memory from leading through H1N1 2009 from leading through the Ebola scare in our region here in New Northeast Ohio this far sur surpasses any of that I felt every day that I'm where I'm supposed to be and I've, I'm, I've felt every single day that this, this is not my moment, this is what I was born to do. It's knowing that I'm the right person at the right place, at the right time, and therefore the grace of God, I just take one step after the next step and continue looking ahead. And that looking ahead is what has um, served us best, I think. When Pfizer drops off vaccine, what that moment will be like, I think that any tension you see in my shoulders will release. We will want to get that vaccine into muscle and we will do it, but we will also do it well. When the product hits the door, I personally will sigh a, um, a large sigh of relief. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to Prescription for Hope so new episodes will drop into your queue as soon as they're released. 
We hope to have an update soon after the first vials of vaccine arrive here at Metro Health. Until then, please stay vigilant about your health. Wear your mask, wash your hands, watch your distance, and do not forget that it's healthy to hold on to hope. And the entire world heralded the discovery which assured an end to one of mankind's most dread diseases.